Hi and you're very welcome to Leech Today's podcast here from Leech Today with thanks of course to our GA podcast partners, the Bresden Supervalue Group, Real Food, Real People in Abilix and Rathdowney. Of course it is hurling this weekend and hurling great action, hurling action over the weekend and if you didn't get along to more Park around the games, don't worry we'll have them all covered for you here. Joining us this morning is of course Leech Today's Alan Hartnett and our own specialised, flown in by great expense from Amor Park, Tommy Bogie of course our hurling analyst here on Leash today. Uh, lads, we'll crack on. We've, uh, we've senior, we've intermediate, we've junior games and camogie to get to. We'll, we'll start at the top, the uh, senior semi-finals. Alan, you're saying you got six from six. We'll start with you first. Uh, they went the way we kind of predicted on Friday. Uh, the way I predicted on uh, Friday. The way, sorry, the way Alan Harden uh, predicted, on Friday. predicted on Friday. <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose it, it started off with the first game, which was um, Balnick Hill and Rattowney Earl. And I suppose, Tommy, I, it was a very strange game, I thought. Like, there was a huge crowd in the Moor Park, but yet the atmosphere was sort of flat. Well, a lot of that probably comes down to the way Ban the Kill set up. Um, defend, defend, defend. defend yeah, like, they, they, they've obviously set out to contain Rat down the air, keep themselves in the game, and then with 10, 15 minutes to go, you know, you're in contention at that stage, anything can happen. And you're looking for a smash and grab at that stage. A bit like but what they've done to Boris Kakotten. That's in the group exactly stage. what they were yeah. trying to do. Now, they were playing a better hurling team on the day. Um, but you see, the problem with that is, and I've, I'll have this discussion with anyone with regards mm. to hurling, you will not win anything playing like that. I don't care how good you are. Um, but what is it taught not to be, though, you've been in a position as manager? If we go out here all guns blazing, we could be out of this by half time. You know, all the formats suggest that we're playing a, a superior hurling side. Yeah. So it's not to stay in it and then see that's, if you That's can all well and good. But like, if you're not prepared to have a cut off something in a county semi final, yeah. you you're not, what's the point? Um, now, and I thought Ban the Kill were really good yesterday. I oh, really, the, really. The blocking, yeah, the tackling, yeah. the, the, the hooking, they work like animals around the middle their, of the field. Their work rate is, is huge. And I Dan Bergen, for me, was immense like there was one passage of play um, in the space of 30 seconds maybe 45 seconds he made three blocks under the, the stand in mm-hmm. Moor Park no no he did that wasn't just the only time he did it but that was one that typified sort of Banley Kill Spur Seamus Dwyer for mm. a veteran at this stage he loved me calling him that um, <laughs> he's been called worse but, uh, he has yeah he's a teacher <laughs> um, he'll take veteran but he, I thought he was immense for them in that sort of sweeper role and that um but you're not going to win games setting mm. up the way they set up. Uh, and Rat Downey took ages to counteract it. Mm. Um, and a couple of things, I think, that, that sort of swung it for Rat Downey. Well, one was the goal, the Paddy Purcell's yeah. goal. But it's a bit of a, a good bit of fortune to it. Like it there was a bit, yeah. But now Paul Sims made a great save. Super set, brilliant yeah, save. Yeah. And, but Paddy being Paddy, he was in the right place. The other move that was significant was James Ryan going to centre forward. Because John Walsh was having the game of his life. And James Ryan quietened him big time. Um, ran at Ross King going out in the wing got a bit of space got a bit of freedom those couple of moves were, were instrumental in Rat Downey's and Joe Fitz instead of sitting back he pushed on a bit and I think he got a point for himself did, at one stage did, yeah. yeah but that those few bits and pieces were significant for Rat Downey now semi-finals are funny things there's more mm-hmm. pressure in a semi-final than a final because at least in your final you've achieved something you've got yeah. to a final and um, I think Rat Downey would be only too happy just to get over the line get out of there regroup and analyse and, and go forward for, for a county it's, final as you say in a semi-final no one will worry about the performance really it's just getting the thing done and getting on and moving on and getting that build up to the final and getting the excitement whether it's football or hurling so I suppose in that case Rathdowney Earl 
okay, a little bit subpar, maybe the performance, but they won't care a job and Rath Arnie Earl listened to this this morning. No, and you could see though, the minute the goal went in, like there was 20 minutes to go at that stage, it was it was nine points apiece mm. and Rath only got the goal. Banlickel only scored once after that point. Mm. Or Rath only finished with one six and, and won it very comfortably in the end. And a lot of that, I suppose, uh, uh, Tommy says about pressure and it sure had to be the case because I mean, as soon as they got the goal, they just relaxed and they started like they hit an awful lot of wides as well up until that point whereas that seemed to stop mm. too and they um they were good and like but in saying that it'll be a different animal in the final like that they, they, they'd have to improve from, but they from will that. be a different animal they, they'll have suggest. to improve but the, they're going to face a different type of, mm. of challenge and like they can go out and express themselves in the final now they can go out and hurl um like if, if you watch the second game yesterday Tactically, Banlickill got it right for 40 minutes, but they had no plan B then to go on no. and win the game. Mm. As soon as they uh, went behind, they didn't know. I thought mm. yesterday the cameras were very astute tactically, really astute, especially in the second half against the Breeze. And the, their movement up front, the space they created for, for Mark Dowling and Kieran Collier and that, you know, really, uh, it impressed me now. Yeah. And people won't necessarily look at cameras as being a tactically astute bunch, but they are. Uh, I'm living proof I know <laughs> I suffered <laughs> at the hands of it on a couple of occasions and um, they are a really tactically well aware and they have great game management on the field yeah. they manage their game very well watching uh, Dwayne Palmer came in as a sub yesterday went into the middle of the field for a while but when they came out for the second half he had gone to centre forward Niall Holmes had gone to midfield Kieran Collier was out at right half forward and they pulled the Boris Kilcotton backs all over the place because Matthew Whelan had dominated mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. half he had been outstanding for Boris and um, the move made by Cameras at half time sort of negated Matthew quite a bit Yeah. but I thought they were excellent so Lerat only will have to deal with that they'll have to deal with whatever all the other stuff that Cameras bring to the thing and for me um, if they can get their matchups right Rat Downey they give themselves a great chance Let's let's move on to that. So we're, we're, we're kind of saying the first semi final, a good year for Ballinakill, but we have to get into semi final. Yeah, well, again. I mean, like Ballinakill only came up from senior A two years ago. So that's three a really, years ago. Three years ago. So really like, promising now. Yeah, with, and they're dealing with a very small panel. Like yeah. you, you saw that yourself. Like mm. they, they just have the bear, whatever mm, yeah. it is. And um, to get to where they did, I know that they don't play the most attractive style in the world, but it is effective. And I call them the Arliskill Crews of Harley right. because they do make the maximum out of, of what, what they, they have, have and they have yeah. to be admired for that. Absolutely. They, they, uh, yeah, they really do. And, and like for for the resources they have, you know, but then they have a they have a group of core guys there. You have Seamus DeWire, you have uh, Podge Lawler, Cha. John Walsh, Cha. Sean Downey Sean Downey Dan Bergen mm. Brian O'Mara you know they'll fight on their backs for yeah. Van Le Kill and, and yeah. you'll always have to give players like that credit Absolutely. Always well, let's move on I suppose if not to disrespect the, the first game but very much the heavyweight contest was, was as we were discussing there Cameras uh, Boris and what an amazing matchup that was and it is Cameras who, who suffered through again Alan it's your second two for two two, 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 two yeah. of your six for um, six so not really surprising but uh, you know it's still well I suppose look Boris were without Neil Fyle from the start mm. which is a huge loss and then they lost Butch after seven minutes so there's your full back uh, and your full forward issue, yeah. now I know Neil Fyle came on but he didn't really but on the Neil Fyle thing right you bring in Neil Fyle right and this is why I was a little bit baffled with. he, he was on the field for 18 minutes mm. I think yesterday and he's six foot two or three, built to match, good in the air, and they poked one ball in mm. yeah. in eighteen minutes. Mm. Like 
if you're not going to if you're going to bring him on and you're not poking the ball in, bring him on at eleven. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's you were talking about game management, whereas well, that's, I was talking, are, are, what I was talking about earlier though was game management by players on yeah. the field. You know, this is a this is um This should have been This a, is a substitution a, and you have a big guy in the edge of the square. Get a couple of balls to him early, see can he discommode yeah. the full back. Didn't happen. Mm. You know. Uh, no. Who who like who's should be criticised for that? No one. No one. It's just the, you, you, there's no need to criticise them it's just that if, if you were playing say five or seven yesterday or mm. in the middle of the field and you see someone like five coming in surely you'd be thinking you'd think yeah geez, if I do get a bit of space I'll put one in on top of them happens. now to counteract that is they didn't get a whole lot of no. room in that middle third of the field of it, yeah. cameras closed them big yeah, time yeah. really closed them down and this is what, I was just come back to what I was saying earlier I know I'm repeating myself but um, Niall Holmes in the middle of the field yesterday in the second half for me was outstanding mm. and he started at centre forward. So the six forwards that started yesterday for for um Camros, um he was there was four of them got scores. He didn't. Yeah. But he done more work than anyone all day yesterday, you know. So yeah. um Which I, is I, I thought he was extremely impressive, so I did. Uh the difference in that is then at the other end of the field, Boris Kilcotton of their six starting forwards, only two scored. You know, and there's the tail of the, the return is the, the return oh, isn't strong enough to, to, to continue. Yeah, the Boris Cotton situation, like in the first half, they took 17 minutes to score, and how many wides? I think they had nine wides in the first half yeah, alone. Nine in the first half. So they were getting the, ch- the chances were there, the opportunities were uh, there. And the, the goal, like there. they missed incredible goal chances. Yeah, you see, this is where if you were Rat Downey and you were looking at the video, mm. you'd be saying to yourself, right, if we go at the heart of these and run at them, yeah, um, we have a chance because. Thomas Dunphy though yesterday something I have to mention that's it he made an unbelievable save it was good a save as I've ever yeah. seen it was unreal yeah. so it was um, like and Stephen then, Dunphy was bearing down one on one with him and it wasn't that he hit it at him do you know no, it, he, it was a fabulous oh, save a fantastic yeah, unbelievable save. save and that would have brought Bar- Boris back to within a point I think yeah. at that stage yeah. and then two minutes later um, the referee gave advantage to Boris yeah, Ball which is one of, our, one of our leader, our readers' questions, our listeners' questions <laughs> we'll about the no advantage rule. Referee yeah. buggy's only yeah. put on the spot here. No, now. I am not a referee, <laughs> and any referee in the county that has met me will know that. Um, and he, Joe, the ball came back off the crossbar mm-hmm. from Danny Fitz, I think it was, yeah. and Joe, Joe Campion was two yards mm-hmm. out, inflicted wide. And there's two great chances. You know, I I counted on four goal chances they had yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So that's that's. A possible jink in Cameras' armour. Mm. Possible jink mightn't happen the next How much day. of that was down to Grod Burke going off, do you think? Yeah, he, he was a loss to huge them. Loss to huge them. loss. Yeah. And, and it took him that time to adjust. It took him a while to yeah. adjust and get Niall Holmes out there mm. and, and that. But um, but as you were saying, Rath and Earl, who probably were looking at it in the second well, post, will think, you know what? If we get at them, there is opportunities. We just have to be clinical. Well, Rath only have forwards that can take you on. You mm. know, and we all know what Paddy Purcell is capable yeah. of. We all know what Mark Havner is capable of. We all know what Ross King is capable yeah. of. Um, but whether they're prepared to go at the heart of that defence or not is another thing, you mm-hmm. know. Okay, let's move on to the other games uh, around up the weekend's action. It was a very, very busy weekend. We'll go in order of seniority. So we'll go to the, we'll go to the senior A. Uh, Port Leash versus Clonus Lee and the Harps versus Rose and Alice in the semi-finals there. Portlaoise and the Harps advancing. Portlaoise going to see first all. Yeah, no so this was a double header in Montrat. I suppose it was like it was a big turnaround because Clonus Lee bet Portlaoise by 
Ooh, seven red points in the group stage five was it six five, seven seven, 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 seven yeah. yeah so seven yeah and and um Clunisley, no it was a very not a very different portish team but it was a different portish team mm-hmm. you did five different players that played that mm-hmm. day tommy fitz was back frank flanagan was back joe Gaini was back players that didn't play in that in that mm-hmm. group match uh portish were always better Clunisley got the first point again from john rowney and uh portish went five six two up um were very very comfortable then Clunisley came back got a goal and a point went ahead again John Rowney again I think he scored nearly everything bar two mm-hmm. points for them but then uh, Portish got the goal just about 10 minutes before half time now the, the the big big downer for them is that Aaron Bergen looked like mm-hmm. he'd broken his collarbone really um, and he as, is a free taker uh, so as, as, as he scored the goal he was hit late and um, it, it didn't look good now he okay. didn't even come back out for the, the second half and that'd be a disaster for a disaster for him we're talking to lads just in a more park word is that it's broken yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's it, seven it, eight points you know you're guaranteed through, yeah. through his freeze alone really it's a you? disaster for him yeah. personally yeah. but uh, for Port Leeds the team like he's he's a huge loss to them mm. absolutely massive loss and I know like you said and they brought players back and they've got lads back mm. but hard to replace your 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 scorer in chief just just in Clonaslee and you mentioned Al there as well it is so hard for dual clubs they were lost in the football last week and then they have to come out with pretty much the same bunch of lads yeah and they lose, you know once the wheels come off when you're a dual club there because Rose and Alice in the other uh, semi-final the same thing. To the harps the same thing so is there a thing where you know it's very it's, hard it's tough yeah it's you, very hard but like what do you do I mean if you're if you're doing both things yeah and you must and it must be saluted because yeah. not every club does it no no there are small enough clubs to be doing uh, it honestly yeah. like we're, we're uh, like they, they struggled Darren Rooney didn't play either and like mm. he played in the previous game so but Portlaoise look full value for their win and the same has to be said for the Harps and the Harps were really really good mm. and they're managed by Fintan Deegan who was over Balafin Gales last year so he knows how to win this mm. competition and in previous years the Harps I would say have always had the players and it has mystified me as how, how they've stayed down mm. there for so long but they look really good with him for, that's their premier team that's their premier that's team their, you know there's no order really. I was on their side like that's the, the kind of the good thing we were talking about yesterday in the Moor Park when you're in the Moor Park you're, you're removed from the yeah, sideline but yeah. when you're in these venues and you're there you can hear the crowd you yeah. can hear the managers talk and yeah. you can hear everything around you you know and um, he, uh, he, he, he he's very good He's right. You know, I I've never seen him. He never criticizes the referee. He never. Uh, it's like Tommy Boogie, is he? Like yeah. Tommy Boogie, yeah. But he he <laughs> exactly. uh, very very impressive, and the Harps were very impressive. Michal Lanigan, Daniel Comerford was outstanding at fullback. Like Kieran, his twin brother, has always mm. got the praise mm. and the credit, rightly so. But Daniel on Saturday night was excellent, the best I've ever seen him. He was outstanding at fullback. He won every ball that went in there. Um, they were very comfortable winners, and Rosnall's got a goal near the end, sort of. You know, bring it back to whatever eight nine points, but there's never in doubt. There's never in doubt. No, um, we have a little section by the way, listeners' questions. We'll get them at the end mm. of the podcast. We have a few questions to put to Tommy from our hurling uh, expert, of course, that, that you've sent in. Via, I am not an expert. Yeah, well, you, in this room, <laughs> there's no in, such thing. In, di, in, di, in this room, you are. And you can get in touch with us, of course, on our social media platforms. Or if you see any lads out and about at Leash today, hat, go up and say, I want a question for the podcast, and we'll get to a few of them, a few of them coming in before. The end of the podcast. Okay, let's move on. That was the uh, Senior A semi-finals. We're moving in order then. We're going to the Intermediate. Um, cameras again. Um, tough, tough again in the Intermediate. Sleeve Bloom winning out, but I'll, another one of your predictions again. Another you, you call this. So. I'll tell you, it didn't, look, it didn't look like my prediction was going mm, to come through yeah, with yeah. five or six minutes to go. I think yeah. there were three, three points down. They ended down. up getting one, five in the last, yeah. in nearly an injury time, yeah. wasn't it? Was yeah, there any yeah. feature then? Was there any crossover from Cameras Intermediate players playing as our left that no. would have come on? no. no. And would no. have been anyone that think could have? 
Yeah, they've all, they already would have taken a good few. Yeah, of that yeah, team. yeah, that that's well sorted at yeah, this stage yeah, of the year. There's, no, mess it, there, there's yeah. no messing there. No. You know, that's what they had intermediate the other night was what was left there to yeah. play intermediate. Yeah. Um, How seriously do you think a, a, in the, like Hammers would look at intermediate? Is it oh, just a training ground for a senior? Don't, or don't be under any illusion. <laughs> Uh, Camaros will try and win every competition yeah. they play in, like any good club. Yeah, yeah. You know, and don't be under any illusion that they'll be taking it handy. They wouldn't. Yeah. And they would have loved to have won that the other night. And they, Camaros thrive on success. They're mm. a club that thrives on it, and they've had lots of it. Mm. And that's what makes them so good. You know, and and to lose to Schlee Bloom the other night would have been a sickener for those guys mm. as well. Like mm. anyone playing the county final, it don't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what yeah, level it's at. Yeah. It's a sickener if you yeah. when you lose it. Um, just. No buddy of mine was training Schlee Bloom, Germanly. Um, oh, yeah. We're friends yeah. for years and years and years. And um, just g- wish him the best of luck. He, Good he, win. Yeah, great win for them. You know, I was delighted for Ger and um, sent him a text yesterday. And, and um, So they're yeah. at the near to top table next year, go up to the senior A. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a huge, huge achievement yeah. for a club like them. They've gone from junior A to they've senior A in three years. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2016, yeah. they won junior yeah. A and this year, now they've won the intermediate. Yeah, like so now that Mike might get a run in Leinster, you never know. Yeah. And all that creates a bonus from here on in everything's a bonus from here on yeah. but it creates momentum in the club and it's good for clubs you know yeah, they're, they're a right good bunch like I, you see them there at the, at the matches in the group you know the, the early rounds and that there's some support like mm. they, they, they really seem to have galvanised everybody around the club I was out there the other day um, doing a bit of work and um, the colour yeah. around the place they really get behind it up there isn't massive yeah. it's Un- it's the Armagh colours uh, like that orange and white yeah. and it it stands out it's, everywhere. You, you, it's, it's a actually mile, a lovely colour it's a mile up the road uh, and you can still see do it do you know so what it is yeah. though we, we must do a uh, podcast on the nicest hurling colours yeah. like, oh, they, they, they have they have lovely no, colours and they really have embraced this out there yeah, yeah. And, oh look more like power to them they got a great run in the football too and yes, like, I yeah. know they mightn't have taken that overly serious but no still, they probably didn't but, <laughs> but still like the, to win that yeah. the, the previous week yeah. and go on and, and win again was and winning is winning winning is than losing yeah. like we yeah. talked about the same group of fellas yeah. like, there's yeah. very very little difference and it's brothers and cousins oh, yeah. and that sort of thing it's, it's the essence it's probably five or six families mm. it's the essence of the, of the club down through the years yeah. of every club down yeah. through the years you know and you get to hurl with your couple of brothers and yeah. you know you might have a cousin involved there or your neighbour and, and that's it what to you, oh, yeah. it means yeah. it means huge amount mm. to a club like that and and uh, I'm delighted for them. There was a, a great picture taken. Uh, John Paul Campion, who's one of their veterans, as you is <laughs> a veteran. He's a, 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 a doctor, I think, John Paul is. But he, is he uh, yeah. I think he is, yeah. yeah. But he suffered a leg injury during the game early, I think. I don't know whether he broke his leg or whatever. But he came back out on the stretcher <laughs> afterwards right, to right, celebrate okay. with, yeah, the, yeah. with the cup. <laughs> and I see Joe Dottie have picked it up this morning. Oh, Julie took the pictures and I see Joe Dottie picked it up this morning. Oh, but it, it just goes to show, like, even he wasn't missing out in uh, it anyway. Yeah. Bro. Of course, that picture was first unleashed today. We <laughs> yeah. must stress that. Okay, celebrations abound in Sleeve Loom. And indeed, celebrations abound in Mount Melick and Alan. We spoke about Mount Melick as well in the terms that they've been, you know, Harlem would be a secondary sport in Mount yeah. there's no doubt about it. But they have now won. And they're up to intermediate after winning the junior A. Follow on from the winners in the junior B, and uh, they really are progressing in the yeah, hurling. Yeah, big connections to myself, my yeah. cousin as manager Chris and and Donikeb, my other cousin. Were you playing. feeding him stats now for at <laughs> least today? <were> you? <laughs> yeah, feeding, <laughs> feeding. I'm sure he'd be relying on my hurling knowledge. All right, there'd be some laughing done up in the house. Yeah, yeah. Strabbly. I don't think there's a hurling in the parish. I Strabbly, don't think we it? wouldn't even know how end to use. <laughs> but uh, I'm delighted for them. They. Yeah. Uh, Chris has put savage effort into that mm. and he's stepping away now um, all of us his, his, his wife has finally told him here, enough it. is it's enough me <laughs> it's me or the Harland the, the, um, you know, has the he no sense it's Harland <laughs> <laughs> 
Tommy it's the hurling. Tommy Buggy never accepted it's that. It's the hurling. That kind of stuff. But, so, Tommy, how important is it? Like, a medic for either the second, depending on who you ask, either the second or the third biggest town in, in Leash. Again, always a footballing area. But for yeah. Hardy now, a couple of hurlers there yeah, that Eddie Brennan might look at. Oh, there's definitely the one. Uh, Go on, Hardness. Yeah. Um, I watched him last year. I actually watched, I thought he was fierce, impressive this year. So, I'm playing the Walsh Cup. Um, against Kilkenny this year in the Moore Park and I was fierce impressed with mm. him I really was you know very athletic very strong oh, excellent young hurler really is a fine young hurler um, look the farther we can spread the hurling gospel mm. the better mm. you know mm. and if we could get into every town in yeah. the county so be it but um, look it's going back to the Slee Bloom thing they're small group as, as hurlers and mm. that they've won their county title they've won two county titles now in a couple of years Um they're up to intermediate next year. They could struggle at intermediate mm. if they're not as yeah. well organised as they are now. What would be the game plan there if you brought that team up? Stay organised. Just, just settle at intermediate for a couple of years? Hopefully, I don't know what to have at under 17 or under 19. I do, yeah, yeah. They have a good and arrangement there with Nafina. So it's that's right, yeah, yeah, yes, so yes. They do and have a, a decent platform. Yeah. yeah, so bring those guys into it. You know, get them games in the intermediate league next year and that sort of thing. And Maintain um, your status is the oh key. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so. a big thing. Stay there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. stay up there. There's a very good young hurler from The Rock on the way next year. Oh, my God. Sean O'Neill. So well, he's not a bad football no, player. No, oh, but yeah. he's a very good hurler, too, and they're looking forward to having him. I can and tell you that. Say not, we're struggling for players. But he's coming in with the football. <laughs> uh, no, great. And Malish Minor captain as well. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good hurler, right? But yeah, but there is, but it's a fair point Tommy's making. There could be a brilliant hurler in Port Harrington. Oh, this is it. Yeah, they're they're everywhere. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? But the under 13B Championship final was on. This the. You know, those games are fantastic. Those yeah, under yeah. 13 That one Saturday morning in Kigeni. They're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are absolutely brilliant. But the under 13 B final was between Port Harlington St. Paul's, right. who were a new hurling yeah, club, brilliant. against Ballinac Hill. Mm. And Ballinac Hill were three points up with a couple in injury time. And Port Harlington St. Paul's scored two goals and won by a goal. Their brilliant. first ever hurling title. Yeah. Their club, I think, is two to three years old maximum. That That's all. And they play and out of Port. Or play they, out of they, play, they rotate mixture. between Port and Emo and around those areas. But to see that, like, but the, I mean, you, do you, can you see where this is coming from? This is Cyril Duggan. Oh, this is schools, all completely schools. Out the school, yeah. this is ten year ago, mm-hmm. eleven yeah. year ago, twelve year ago, um, he was bringing hurling yeah. in there, and it takes that long mm. to develop a young hurler, yeah. and it takes that long to develop an ethos and, and, and a culture and a culture, yeah. yeah, and that's and it's brilliant to see it. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant to see. It. Big towns like Mount Melly and Port Harton, they don't, they're not looking to take over from football. That's oh. never going to happen. Yeah. It's to it's to embed a culture of hurling That's into an the area. That's for you. Yeah. If you enjoy the game and yeah. you want to and, and if you're good at it and you like yeah. it and you prefer it to yeah. Yeah. rugby or and soccer or hurling or football. I looked at the names programme from Port Harland and St. Paul's and their wards and their weldings and their all in families. But their lads are all playing hurling. Well, athletes are athletes and, you know. And we're a county really and we've said it before. If we're to be serious about a dual county, and we're one of the few that do, you're one of the few. In fairness, to you, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we we can't afford not to to be looking in Port Arlington, to be looking in Mount no, Melly. No, develop it everywhere, and yeah. develop football elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. or alongside it. Even. Give give kids a choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I know. I think Rose and Alice, as far as I'm aware, have a really good option where they train football one night yeah. as a collective, and hurling right yeah, to that yeah. another night. So you kind of have and to as 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 coming from a hurling only culture yeah. nearly. Now we do play football, mm-hmm. and we've won a couple of football titles in yeah. Kenny and that. And um, but hurling is our yeah. thing, and and coming from that culture, it's hard to develop the other game. It is hard to because young lads aren't used to seeing it; they're not no. used to playing it, and it takes time. Mm. Like I said to you, ten, twelve, thirteen years might it might take mm. you. But oh, well, Millie after when 
<coughs> two titles in, in a couple of years. Um, and conversely, Steve Bloom winning football titles, which yeah. would be so, yeah. you know, yeah. you're right. Cameras are junior in football yeah, as well, yeah, and yeah, well yeah. able to compete at that yeah. level. Yeah. So, yeah. as you yeah. say, great oh, great uh, credit must go to Cyril Duggan and his senior who's gone into uh, and all that. Yeah, it's all, everything feeds into it, yeah. you know. Yeah. We'll get back to our listeners section first. We must, uh, a notable voice missing this morning is our own Shun. She's still, still celebrating yeah. the Camogie. We must mention the Camogie. Cameras again uh, and, and the uh, uh, losing side in this one. The Amours, of course, which it is, Rosen Asma, Melik, and the Rock, all that area collective uh, winning the title there. Again, we kind of called it the weekend. But poor Cameras is just a bad, bad <laughs> one weekend. win out of well, three. Yeah, I'd say to take the, the one, the one maybe. Yeah, but yeah, but the the uh, we can't, we're trying to get Shun on the phone. There's by, no, by a no, no sign of her. She is. No sign of her. But Cameras had were going for two or three in a row. Morris had stopped them doing five in 2016, mm. and then they won it again last year. But uh, it was actually a brilliant game. Mm. It was a brilliant game. I heard great reports Absolutely about Absolutely yeah. brilliant game. And the, the, because uh, again, like, I wouldn't watch a whole, I'm not going to lie, I don't, yeah. I don't watch a whole lot of Camogie. Yeah. I'd probably only ever been at maybe five Camogie mm. games, but that was an excellent game. Mm. Mary Keating, um, doesn't have Felice, and I, <laughs> whoever gets that yes. job would be wanting to make it their yeah. mission to get her in there. She was outstanding. Yeah. I think she got one seven or, or out at her one eleven or one twelve or whatever it was they finished up, but she was brilliant. But Amores, uh, Cameras got ahead earlier on. Cameras got six points to three up, and it, you know, you kind of went, oh, here we go. You know, yeah, they're yeah. going to push on now and win again. But Amores came right back at them, and they were a point down at half time, and um, they came out. The goal was a big thing. It was a, it was one of those ones. She was out in forty five. She was going for a point, and it just dropped in right under the crossbar. And young Aiden. Aiden Lowry, she's only 17, 18. It was very difficult. It was right, you know, them ones that yeah, dropped. It was horrible. Really, really, really yeah, yeah, horrible yeah. ones, yeah. And uh, and that was, the, that was the difference in the end. But <coughs> look, it was great, number one, to have them in Moor Park was, yeah. was a big thing. It yeah. was a huge crowd there. Brilliant. Huge That's what we like to see. We yeah. called for it here on Leash. Yeah, yeah, That's why they came out, you know, everyone yeah. listening. No, the only disappointing... <laughs> yeah, the only disappointing factor... We're, we're the reason. The only disappointing factor was that they didn't have the scoreboard turned on. Okay, right, which was okay. which was disappointing. Now it wouldn't have taken a whole lot of no. somebody a, to make a phone call. Yeah. To somebody. That's to, a question needs to be answered now. To be yeah. fair. Yeah, it, it just no. What it did was, of course, it was great for the blog because it meant that everybody in the stand was sitting uh, on their blog. <laughs> no, this was the only way they today. could follow the score. But, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, it, it look it, it wouldn't have taken a whole lot yeah. just to have so somebody. You put your name after every post. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> he's got six thousand new followers now because of, because of, he's actually going to put out the scoreboard yeah. for the remainder of the championship. Yeah. It's the Alan Harden trying to rocket it in the Moor Park. But well done to our own Shun here part of the Moore panel beating cameras commiserations there as you say great to see it in uh, Moore Park as well which is good but turn on the scoreboard next time lads okay we have a little section now Al. it's kind of a new section I have a yeah. few questions for Tommy as well yeah. listeners questions listeners to put questions. to our hurling yeah. uh, analyst Tommy Boogie of course <laughs> he's frantically he's fra- rooting for and, and Tommy, <laughs> Tommy by the way has notes I'm telling you he put the book of Kells to shame with the amount of notes he has there I know it's, it's just a, it's so it's people have asked you questions to put yeah. to Tommy yeah, 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 just, just to clarify for <laughs> anyone that might be listening to this podcast he hasn't seen the question I haven't seen the questions and this is the first I knew about this reflective of the answers this is the first I knew about this so we've got five minutes left so bash away the the, the first question is about the advantage rule and Mm. what you would think of it I mean like the the rule as it stands at present to my mind is that it's five seconds referee has five seconds Mm. to to call the playback you mentioned an instant where uh, I think it was Joe Campion ran through and he was fouled and he popped it across to Danny Fitz who struck the crossbar yeah. and then it came back out to Joe Campion and he, he flicked it wide, it wide and no, that took more than five seconds as quick and all as hurling yeah. is that yeah. took more than five now you see it's a great idea the advantage rule is a great idea there was another incident then after that when Kieran Collier mm, got broke through and broke yeah. through ran well, from the far the referee, and I remember distinctly seeing the referee with his arm up yeah and I remember seeing yeah. Zane roaring at him yeah. for the free he yeah. wanted the free yeah which yeah. was 45 yards out yeah. and he doesn't miss free 45 no. yards out and 
it, nothing came of it and he, they didn't get the advantage now look I'm never. I'm not going to say a word again. Referees, it's an awful hard rule. Mm. Like how do you? You can't look at your watch and count for five <laughs> yeah, seconds yeah. while the play is going on. So, so that's a bit ridiculous on. that way. I think if they went more towards the rugby rule, yeah, where the referee can allow it to develop over a certain period of time for what he thinks is a, a clear, ra- clear advantage, yeah, yeah, and a no clear advantage, call it back, take the score. Yeah, um, that would make more sense. What about a player being able to instruct the referee? I. I, you know, kind of as as in rugby. But sure, we we coach players to do it. The minute, like, if if we actually tell players, don't take the advantage. Don't take the advantage. Stop. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, we so would. You, you I would, would say tell to players, player, yeah. shoot wide or, or try, for, well, try score. Or stop. You're yeah. forty yards out. You're five points up. Yeah. Um. Here's going. To, this is going to make you six. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Turn yeah. around. Hand the referee yeah. the ball. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Smart Maybe that must player. needs to be more defined. We're, we're talking twenty minutes ago about game management. Yeah. Smart players will do that. Yeah. Saw it happening only Saturday evening in a game. Um, so I did. And player did that, knew he had the advantage. They were after going a point up, which was going into injury time, and he literally stopped 40 yards from the goal. No, he wasn't going to get a score. There were too many around him. But he turned around, stopped, referee blew took, his his, advantage. took his advantage. Stuck it over I've, s- I've seen it happen in football. <coughs> Actually, recently I was playing a game myself where a lad try, tried to take it, was given advantage, <coughs> wanted to... Wanted to Take the stop the game. Yeah. Referee blew up the whistle and gave a free out because he said Probably over carrying. Because over carrying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and then he went on and said, "I'll call it. I'll tell you when the advantage or not." Yeah. So you know what? No, I think if they went back towards somewhere towards the rugby. Now the rugby one seems to go on and on and on. Oh, it goes on phases, until, yeah, huge yeah, amount of phases yeah. to play. But which wouldn't be. But that wouldn't be. Yeah. I don't think that would be conducive to hurling yeah. or football. But no, give him give the referee a bit more discretion than five mm. seconds, mm. and then if not in the cruise, yeah. bring it back take the free because or else just lie down on the ball <laughs> just yeah, say here but, but, but you see another free will blow you that's what I'm saying he'll say you yeah, 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 foul yeah, the ball yeah. I, I often think you know if, in rugby if, if a fullback catches inside the 22 and he wants a mark he simply yeah. has a has a, a gesture he makes oh that's right yeah. he makes a gesture yeah. why not have some kind of a signal maybe it's something yeah. we, we'll put the world rights referee in because yeah, it, it's just I suppose it's it's not fair on, on referees either because you'll have one fellow who you, as you said will, yeah. will do it one way and yeah. then another fellow will do it another way Who's right? Who's wrong? We yeah. don't know, but they'll no, all actually, get given no, out. Neither of them are wrong. No. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. But um, when there's five thousand people sitting in the stand on Moor Park, yeah. two and a half thousand think he's wrong. Yeah. You know, and he's never going to no, win yeah. anyway. He's so he's not. Well, yeah. as someone like, uh, someone who referees football, I don't know how you'd referee Harlan. I really. It's think easier. It's, I wouldn't think it's so. much easier. You think so? Yeah, I, I would imagine it's easier. It's more open. It does not as much. No, having said that, there was a good few throw-ins yesterday in the it first game because Banley Kill made it so yeah. tight. Um, like football, there's a lot more physical contact. Yeah. The ball is moving quicker in hurling. The only problem in hurling is you could you could you're be so stand, far away. You could be beside the play, and one second later you're sixty yards away like from that, it. You know? that's, that's but no, it's, it's I think it's be easier to, to referee okay. hurling. Actually, that's the quote for today. Tommy yeah. Wiggins thinks hurling is dead <laughs> easy to referee. Every no, referee. I, I actually don't, and, <laughs> and I know I've had had disagreements with referees over the years and that, and they've had loads of them with me. Yeah. But um, I would have to admire anyone that takes up a whistle. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do it, no. and. And like there's a shortage within the There niche. is, and there's a shortage everywhere. Particularly yeah. hurling. Yeah, yeah, there's a shortage. But like, I have to admire them. It's a tough job, yeah, yeah, and they don't get half the credit deserve. Mm. And uh, people don't realise this. If they don't turn up, we don't there's have no games. Game. It's all over. And that's it. Yeah. That's the bottom line. And look, credit where credit is due. The, the, 
they're human beings, same as ourselves. Vast majority. They are. will make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, most of them. Ninety percent. I know they are, and they will make mistakes. Managers make mistakes. Players yeah. make mistakes. Everyone going on to that field will make a mistake. Yeah. Physios make yeah, mistakes. Absolutely. They make the wrong call on yeah. the guy, even yeah. you know. But the referee is the one standing in the mm. middle in a different color top, and he's the one. He's the only one on his own. Yeah. Well, he's not on he his own. He has his umpires and, and linesmen and that. But look. Leave them alone. Let them get home with it. Yeah. You know. Very good. Very good. A listener's question was, "Kitten, come in." Was that our lot for that? Was well, the main? one other one actually it was? It was about the the crowd in the Moor Park on on Sunday. Um, does you know like I've been at a lot of football games. I've been at most of them actually, mm. and I don't. I haven't seen as big a crowd as that at any mm. game so far this year. So I think that proves if there was ever any doubt in it, what Eddie Byrne is saying that there is. A huge, huge appetite for hurling. Oh, there is a huge appetite for hurling. Like hurling people love hurling, mm. and um, like the first game yesterday, if you were looking at it on paper, wouldn't have been an attractive game, mm. you know. But people turned up to watch mm. it, and there was a. I thought there was a right good atmosphere yesterday yeah. in in Amore Park. Mm. Uh, there is a massive appetite for hurling. Leash. There was a decent crowd at the senior A matches the other night. Yeah. So there was. Yeah. You know. I know people and I say from footballing clubs to yeah, watch it. Like. Yeah, and you go. <laughs> there's a fair appetite for hurling up around Sleep Bloom. Yeah. So there is at the moment. Yeah. You know, and that's people love hurling, and mm. you couldn't but love it. Like it's it's the greatest game in the world, and I I'll yeah. argue that case with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, they, if you want to do an hour's podcast, yeah, on that, will, I'll do it for you. We're doing it on <laughs> colours. Yeah. And yeah. I must say, uh, go on. Sorry, the, I I thought the atmosphere yesterday was great, and even though you're up there at the press box, um, you're sort of removed yeah, from it a bit. Yeah. But when you're down chatting to lads and that, they love it. They yeah, love the yeah, game, yeah. and they love to see their clubs doing well. And deep down, do, the, there's people in that stand yesterday would love to see Leash doing really well absolutely mm. love to see them doing well and would give anything to see their county moving up the tiers you mm. know and Eddie is right when he says it the appetite is there now it's to get the organisation side of it right and mm. do all that and move them on to the next level well I have to say I you you, you, you come on as, uh, an interesting point I always think hurling folk are far more engaged with a county you know what I mean they might look at a, a, clo- a player on an opposing club and kind of go he might be great for the county you yeah. don't hear that in the football it's, they're more club mm. oh, just as club club no oh, I always oh. t- felt that about Hurling there was more of a buy into the county setup, mm. even though they haven't had the results uh, but that's for another day just finally on this one uh, to finish up our podcast today Tommy it was something I was thinking about over the weekend I said I'd put it to you John Sugru has introduced a divisional trials already Tommy's uh, eyes are yeah. going up to the heaven, but no, no, no they're not. No, no. But just no. To, it might uncover two or three footballers, and then people yeah. were saying it to me to ask you. Do you think that hurlers could? We were talking about maybe uncovering a hurler from Port or mm. like Do you think it can work? Do you think it's something happening? It's a, something that they could be that they could mm. look at. Yeah, but it, it. What I wonder is this a forerunner to divisional teams? Yeah, you know, mm, is there is there a is there a, a subplot there somewhere yeah. where this is a forerunner to yeah. divisional teams playing senior football? Well, maybe that has to happen. It mightn't be a bad idea. I don't know, but mm. um, with the hurling, you see, what at the it, moment, right? You take the hurling at the moment. You have Boris and Austria and Kilcotton. So that was two clubs one time. That's mm. that area well mm. covered. Mm. You have Rat Downey and Errol. That's that mm. area well covered. Um, Camros is a huge rural Steve parish. Camros is a huge rural parish, right? So they they can cover all that yeah. on their own. Schlieve Bloom already play with Castletown yeah. at senior level, yeah. so they do. Yeah. Um, the the area I would go after, and we've had this chat yeah. fifteen minutes ago. Go after the Port Harlingtons and, and the Mount Mellies. Yeah. You know the Stradbellies. Mm. Yeah, Joseph's. Arles is that like, area. You must remember there's hurling up in Joseph's. Sleeve Margie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like, 
target those areas mm. put a divisional team together or divisional competitions maybe and the stronger might, areas are already covered really they are and and that's to be unearthed is, is there we've yeah. seen them yeah. you know we've seen them and in under 17 the, or we've seen the them. avenue for them as well yeah it's there yeah. from under nine up or yeah. under ten up it's there mm. you know so it mightn't necessarily work as well in the football but it would if, if you move it outside the hurling yeah. strongholds yeah. it would yeah. work yeah you know and give what you call them, st paul's port arlington Right, that's the seven thousand people in Port Arthur. Oh, there is, and yeah, rising. Yeah, 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 seven thousand people. Yeah. Surely, there's, there's a hundred hurlers in there somewhere. And surely, in that hundred, there's five or six that are Decent in the county yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah, they'll become that. Yeah. Stradbally, St Joseph's over. That's I'd love to see Stradbally and Joseph's playing together. So, well, there you go. <laughs> well, North Korea and South Korea will play together yeah, quicker. Yeah. I think. Thank you. We'll have to go over there. Stradbally, St Joseph's hurling team. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Even um, those two people sticks now, wouldn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah I don't know. Stradbally hurlers hurl with with Parkrat and Eskete. Yeah, yeah. And go uh, after there's another area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and Great Cullen similarly, mm. they they yeah. have a hurling team down so there. So the, the hurling blanket needs to be cast. So it does, yeah, and and. They are putting work into it, yeah. and and mentioned Cyril Duggan what he's doing. There. But yeah. apart from that, the county board have coaches out there. They are, the mm. work is going into it. Mm. It takes time, mm. so it does. Great stuff. Good note to finish on. As always, thanks to Tommy Buggy, of course. Not just adept at GA analysis and hurling analysis, of course, manager of property partners here in Port Leach. You want to rent or sell or get anything involved in property, Tommy is the man there. Of course, Alan Harton Leach today. We'll be back Friday with a preview of the football. Alan, next weekend as attention turns to. She's back to the big ball, yeah. The big ball. Junior final, intermediate final, and the two senior semi Great stuff. And of course, all the actions through the week as well on Leach today. And your listeners' questions, get them into us. Good to have Tommy to answer a few of the questions there and uh, un- we understand more now about refereeing than we ever did don't do it eff- effectively <laughs> um, but there you go thanks to Tommy as always thanks for listening we'll uh, catch you on Friday from, uh, from myself Brian Moss and all that's here we'll talk to you again